0: I just feel so good being back at church. But it's empty, and I'm glad that you are watching from home. And I would like to take this opportunity to salute you mothers for your untiring work with your children and your sacrificing love to raise them in the fear of the Lord and his sacred ways. Over the years, I have observed you how you deal with them in love and in firmness when needed. And lately, due to the lockdown, how some of you have turned to be home schooling mothers with great success. You're not only teaching them the school curriculum, but you are teaching them the Word of God as you always do, by being the example of noble mothers. I'm proud of you. Your husbands are proud of you. And without hesitation, the Lord is incredibly happy with you and what you do. Thank you for being mothers who care. Thank you for being loving mothers. This morning, I want to read one verse from Proverbs 1.8. And the Bible says, Hear, my son, your father's instruction, and do not forsake your mother's teaching. I'm not going to speak about the first portion of it, but uh, I'm going to take the portion of mothers. Do not forsake your mother's teaching and today i'd like to say we are celebrating mother's day i would have loved it any other way but this way but we don't know we cannot do anything about it we've been locked down and i hope one day soon we can celebrate it the way we used to do at church and you at home and with the families So, my first point this morning is, let us remember Mother's Love. This year's Mother's Day is nationally observed on Monday. The inspiration and influence of motherhood is worldwide. Her love, godliness, and righteousness has affected millions over the years and still shaping the destiny of many. Let's take a few minutes to think about what this means to us. Washington Irvin, a man of God, wrote, The love of a mother is never exhausted. It never changes. It never tires. And it endures through all. In good repute, in bad repute, in the face of the world's condemnation, a mother's love will live on. When the will of Henry Hines, wealthy distributor of the famous fifty-seven varieties, line, it's you know, ketchup and all, was read, it was found to contain the following confession. Looking forward to the time when my early career And looking now, my earthly career is ending, I desire to set forth at the very beginning of this will as the most important item in it, a confession of my faith in Jesus Christ as my Savior. I also desire to bear witness to the fact that throughout my life in which there were unusual joys and sorrows, I have been wonderfully sustained by my faith in God through Jesus Christ. This legacy had left me by my consecrated mother, a woman of strong faith, and to it I attribute any success I have attained. Thank God for mothers, especially godly mothers. A mother whose life is patterned after this world's fashion and whose desires are centered outside her family interests and whose heart is plagued by guilt will be a ghost in the lives of her children. The children seek love, especially the love of a noble and devoted wife. And Most of all, a loving and kind mother. Therefore, a mother owes it to her family to have a clear conscience, a soul and a heart that is set free by the salvation of Jesus Christ and a dedicated life to her family. Today, the home is battling for its life. People are searching for fulfillment outside the home because their homes are unstable, lacking the foundation of principles that will guide the affairs of a family. Dear friends, this is not God's will for the home. God has a plan, just as he has a plan for redemption and a plan for every person's life. Any plan robbing the mother of her designated role by God is a total failure. And without loving, dedicating, dedicated, and sacrificing mothers, we cannot expect happy homes, healthy families, and better citizens. The mother is the main pillar of the family. Do not underestimate her value to the home and society. As someone wrote, and please listen to this, a mother is she who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. Theodore Roosevelt once said, the mother is one supreme asset of the national life. She is more important by far than the successful statesman or businessman or artist or scientist. And the Bible says, and thank God for the word of God, an excellent wife, an excellent mother, an excellent woman who can find for her worth is above jewels. Years ago, A young mother was making her way across the hills of South Wales, carrying her tiny little baby in her arms. When she was overtaken by a blinding blizzard, she never reached her destination. And when the blizzard had subsided, her body was found by searchers beneath a mound of snow. But they discovered that before her death, She had taken off all her outer clothing and wrapped it about her baby. When her unwrapped clothing were taken off, (coughs) oh, praise God for that, they found the baby alive and breathing. And... They saved the baby, but the mother died with her body covering her baby. What love is this? What love is this? This is the love of a mother. Let us remember mother's godliness. today mothers are have lost their place in the in our society in the 21st century society and we're looking for a godly mother who knows well wonderful Christian life and a godly mother such as the one we'd love to see and we are thankful we have plenty of them in our church she'll be able to God to guide her children to a wonderful life in Jesus Christ all her desires ambitions and plans are for her children and they are governed and fulfilled by her Jesus Christ and her Savior. Not only that, the Spirit of God and His wisdom will direct her to train her children in the right path for a successful future in serving God and man. The Word of God is supreme with that. Train your child in the way he should go, even even when he is old, he will never depart from it. And that's the main, main goal for a godly mother is to bring her children to know Jesus Christ at an early stage. And when they grow, they will never depart from it. In good times, dear friends, the godly mother rejoices with her family for God's blessings, for his care, for his protection. In bad times, not so good times, we shall say, when her husband or children need comfort, she becomes a ministering angel to them because she has the art of comfort better than a man. And her love, oh, her love, is so tender, filled with motherly emotions, unequaled in any human being. Thank you godly mothers. And you know a mother can destroy the home with her selfishness, with her carelessness, or build it with her sacrificial love, godliness, and devotedness. The greatest tool in the hands of God to shape humanity is a mother. Motherhood is the greatest and most honorable title any woman can have. And there is no mother like the mother who has the Lord in her tender heart and the well-being of her family in her life. There is a description, and I want, if I find it here, uh, uh, yes, description that the Lord himself said about the mother. He said, I have borne you in my heart like a mother born her children. Even the Lord, the Lord brought mother into that. So we are thankful that we have such great mothers in our church that we can look at and look at the future generation that she is raising and expect men and women of God, serving the Lord in their church. That is, should the Lord there is. May God raise up future mothers and future children as godly as their mothers and the mothers that we have in our church. Let us remember also the righteous mother Let's remember her righteousness. There is no one better than a righteous mother. I say it and I keep repeating it. A mother who knows what is right and does it. This involves a lot of things. A righteous mother does not compromise nor waver. Many there are who, as they remember their mothers who gave them birth, have a Mother's Day every day. Tireless love, discipline, or for disobedience, and the agony of dealing with them Follow them through their sins and win them back by her love, kindness, and righteousness. Her faithful observance to the word of God, her devotions, and the Christ-like power of sacrifice are never forgotten. In all these things, she is the symbol of righteousness. Someone said, when we, cam- when we come to manhood and womanhood, and it may be have children of our own, how often we have cause to remember what mother said to us. But mother must punish you when we do something wrong. That surely is the sorest test of mother love. When I was looking at this, I remember that young little boy, Timothy, I told you that long time ago, he came from school with his paper and mom met him at the door and said, Timothy, how did you do in the test today? He said, mom, I got an O because the teacher ran out of stars. She looked at him and said, Come on in. I will show you stars and moons together. That's what mothers sometimes have to do. They have to do. They will not shrink from correcting the willfulness and disobedience and the shortcomings of those she loves so dearly. She does it with her pain in her heart. But she has to do it because she wants to see her kids growing to be great men and women of God. An important question comes to mind. Who plays a major role to prepare us? Scholars, educators, and family counselors have concluded that this great responsibility falls on the mother's shoulder. A mother shapes the destiny of her children and prepares them to face their future world. Emerson once said, men are what their mother makes them. Napoleon Bonaparte wrote, the future destiny of the child is always the work of the mother. Abraham Lincoln said these beautiful words All that I am and hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. Oh, what do we do without? Mothers who are so righteous, that means who are right with God, whose lives are the example to husbands and children and to all of us. Oh, oh, may they ever be in the churches, at homes, in our societies. And we pray that we'll have more of these godly, loving, and righteous mothers. Francis was once wrote, of all the men I have known, I cannot recall one whose mother did her level best for him when he was little, who did not turn out well when he grew up. Days and years pass. seasons change. We change. And the world changes. But the love of mother never changes. In fact, her love increases as the years go by. We seldom, we seldom (coughs) appreciate her, especially during the early years. Mm. Yeah, and then we start appreciate her more and more as we grow older. We considered her firmness. Do you remember? Godly conduct and discipline. And sometimes we complained it's outrageous. But the fact of it is, all these actions are driven by her love to make us ideal children and better men and women for the future. She is truly, we can say, a symbol of righteousness. When uh, pastor summed it up, on uh, Mother's Day, he wanted to pay his mother a tribute. He said these little words, my mother practices what I preach. You know, Each one, those married men and have children, we look at our wives and appreciate them. And then I look at our children and I appreciate that more. And I value all the days, all the months, all the years that my wife has ingrained in my children. I am so thankful for that. And, you know, if you want to know what I wrote her, I wrote her, I couldn't, I didn't go and get a card. Uh, Forgive me for that. Uh, But uh, I want to share with you what I wrote her. Few, few words here to appreciate the way she loved me, the way she loved the kids, the way she sacrificed all her life to raise them up. I told her since almost 60 years. Sylvia, whether I am at church, at work, traveling, shopping, or playing, I find myself rushing home. Why? I ask myself, why? Because there's a woman I love and cherish, always welcoming me with a cheerful face and a loving and joyful heart. And this kept me going through the beautiful years we have spent together. Women, wives, mothers, may the Lord continue to bless you, to be the wife, the mother, the person your husband comes home to looking for joy and happiness. And looking for kids growing up in the fear of the Lord. Now, before I end this, I want to ask you something. I have three points I want to bring to you. I wrote them here, and I want to find them on my paper here. How do we honor mothers today? The man stopped at at a flower shop to order some flowers to be wired to his mother who lived 200 miles away. As he got out of his car, he noticed a girl sitting on the curb sobbing asked her, what was wrong? And she replied, I wanted to buy a red rose for my mother, but I only have 75 cents, and a rose costs $2. The man smiled and said, come on in with me. I will buy you a rose for your mother. He placed his FTD order of flowers, to his mother, and bought a rose for the girl. And as they were leaving, he offered the girl a ride. She responded, yes, please, if you could, take me to my mother. And she directed him to a cemetery where she placed the rose on a freshly dug grave, sobbing, saying, how can I forget your love, mama? The man couldn't take it, returned to the flower shop immediately, canceled the wire order, picked up the flowers, and drove the 200 miles to his mother's home. Under the present conditions, you cannot honor your mother by most probably going to visit her or take her out, or treating her to a great dinner or lunch. But you can do one thing, pick up the phone and call your mother. Do whatever to make her heart joyful and happy. You know, mothers are treasure. Take a moment to meditate on all that your mother has done for you. Be sure to honor and thank the mother God gave you. And let us express all together our love and gratitude by cheering her heart and letting her know that we owe our homes whose love gave us a glimpse into the heart of God. Today is her day. May we honor her, for this is God's commandment. We can resolve to be men and women our mothers wants us to be. Are you a a child of many prayers? I'm sure I'm talking to children who can hear me and understand me, are you a child of many play- prayers? Are you the husband she is praying for? Has a mother yearned over you and pleaded to lead, to, to lead you and to the feet of the crucified Savior? Are you the person is praying for you since many years? If her pleadings, if her prayers have been unanswered yet, what a joy it would be for her to see you turn to God she dearly loves and take him as your savior and your God. This is a good time. To give her that beautiful gift. You coming to the cross of Christ. Confessing your sin. And taking him as your savior. You know what would happen to her heart? You will make her day. And she will burst out. in Tears of joy. Thanking for you. Coming home to Jesus. This is the day to make her happy. This is the day for husband to make your wives happy. This is the day for children who are not home, who are roaming in the world. This is your day We you say, Mom, I'm coming back home. I'm coming back to Jesus. Let's make her day, all of us. And let's rejoice for those mothers who are still around to guide To pray and to be the example the godly example that we need in our society may the Lord bless you may the Lord be with you and have a very happy Mother's Day let's bow our heads for a prayer our God and Savior we thank you for allowing us to celebrate this Mother's Day though in a very limited fashion but we thank you we have the liberty to still come to church though it's empty and broadcast this message to the members of the congregation may each and every person at home or wherever they are meeting be with the lord help them If their mothers are there around them to somehow get in touch and wish them a happy Mother's Day. And if I'm speaking to people, to some young men and women, some teenagers growing and they're still at home but unsaved, that Lord, you touch their hearts, make Mother's Day a day of salvation and joy in Jesus Christ. As for the rest, we thank you, Lord, for protecting us from this plague that is all around us, all in the whole world. We thank you and we pray that you hasten the day when this shall stop and we'll all go go back to worship you in our church. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. Amen.